Welcome to the Lady Landlords Podcast, where we empower women to gain financial independence through real estate investing. I'm your host, Becky Nova, founder of Lady Landlords. If you're ready to buy, manage, and grow your real estate portfolio, then let's get started. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Lady Landlords Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the number one mistake that I see real estate investors make. Now, this is a trend that I've noticed over the past couple of years, just being able to really network with so many different investors and also throughout our Lady Landlords community. There just seems to be a little bit of a trend where I see so many people stuck and I want to make sure that this does not happen to you. So I'm going to share what I see as the number one mistake that real estate investors make. And then I'm going to help you figure out what you can do to not fall into the same trap as all of those other people. So one thing that I've always loved about real estate investing is that there are so many different ways that you can get involved. There are so many different types of creative ways to make deals happen and types of deals and things that we can technically buy, meaning do we go for single families, multifamilies, commercial space, mixed use space? Do we look into mobile homes? Do we look into RV parks? There's so many different ways that we can really kind of get involved. And then there's also so many different types of financing. Same thing within the creative financing world. There are so many ways that we can really put a deal together, regardless of if we have a lot of money or if we have a little bit of money. So... <clears throat> What I unfortunately see a lot of people happening, though, is that we get very caught up in trends. We get very caught up in, well, this is the new thing that this person is doing. So you know what? Now we all have to go run and do the exact same strategies as that person. And that is the number one mistake that I feel like I see people see, do. Because we are not thinking about what's necessarily the best strategy for us, but we are actually just trying to replicate somebody else's success, even though we are not starting with the same factors or in necessarily the same place that that specific person was. Meaning that duplicating their success is not always something that we can do. It's also something that we might not even enjoy to be able to do. And that's why I think it's so important that we need to really think about how we make our action plan for real estate investing and we need to do it very, very differently. So here's how I suggest that you can build a successful real estate portfolio that you know you're going to enjoy it, that you know that you're actually going to reach your goals, and that you're going to be able to create that financial freedom that you are so hardly working for. So first thing that I always recommend people to start with is we need to actually reverse engineer what we are trying to do within real estate investing, meaning that we need to think of what our end goal is. We need to figure out what exactly is that point at the very end that we want to get to. For example, the thing that's most important to me within real estate investing is that I want to go live on a beach. I want to be able to live on my beach. I want to be able to really have that time freedom that we all look for. And for me, then it's really important to kind of have something that is a little bit more low maintenance and something that's going to continue to pay me throughout that time that I'm hanging out on my beach down in the Dominican Republic. So that's why those monthly cash payments are incredibly important to me. That fits really well with the rental portfolio that I've built. I have long-term rentals for small multifamilies. All of my properties are really grouped together, which makes management incredibly easy. I look for long-term tenants. And once tenants kind of get into a place, for the most part, they're kind of on autopilot there. And then also I get, month, I get my monthly payments sent to me purely from the rent at the beginning of the month. So that really fits with the goal that I have. 
One thing that I tend to see people do though, is say, oh, well, somebody else is really having success with the bird method. Somebody else is really having success with wholesaling. So let me go do those things. So for example, those things are not going to work for me. The idea of doing a full flip, um, something that would need a complete gut, re gut rehab, is not going to fit with my idea of sitting on a beach. The reason for that is because I would really have to be overseeing that project. Now, granted, fine, it's a time-limited project, but that would then require me to really be involved and very hands-on for the time of that construction. And that's something that is the time and the input that is not really fitting with what exactly I wanna be doing and how I see my life really going. So I wanna know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get frustrated. I'm gonna lose my motivation. I'm not gonna enjoy it. And when we do not enjoy things, that means we do not want to do them. So all of those things are now gonna be working against me. So I encourage you to really start with your goals. Think about why real estate investing is really even important to you and start from that point. Think about what you want your life to look like. Think about what you want to see in your future. Because then that way, once you kind of know the answer to that, then you could really work your way backwards. The second thing then you have to do is you have to assess your current financial situation. Same thing. Your situation is completely different than my situation and all of our other listeners. So we need to really dive deep into what's going on with our finances and within our actual portfolio in order to decide how we're going to move forward. Because there's no cookie cutter response to that. As much as we can hear or from other podcasts or we can be reading in certain books about real estate investing, hey, this is the strategy. Everyone should do this strategy. That's really not the case. We are all in different places and we need to really assess where we are. And that way we can get a really good grasp on what our finances look like, what our portfolios look like, and then we'll be able to know what our options are moving forward. There are so many different options within creative financing. There are ways that you can leverage assets that you already have. There are ways that you can go towards a seller financing type situation. There are so many different types of loans out there, so many different types of lenders out there. There are so many different ways to really partner up and work with other people that there's really no one size fits all, but there is absolutely a solution for every single person. So step two would be really going through what you have going on financially. You need to have a good grasp of your numbers. Now, there might be somebody out there listening to me saying that, that's like, oh no, I do not want to do that. And I get that. I used to be that woman. Years ago, I was heavily in debt. I had a horrible, horrible credit score. And really my way of handling my finances was just to ignore it just to not have to think about it, just deal with those little overdraft cards that come in the mail that told me that, you know, once again, I spent money I didn't have. But I want to share that because those, it's okay if that's the place you are now, but it's not the place you want to be moving forward. So if you are a woman that's sitting there saying, I do not have a grasp on my finances, I'm scared to do it. I'm telling you, this might be a situation where you're going to have to rip off that bandaid and get yourself involved and start looking at some numbers because we need to understand where we currently are at in order to be able to figure out how we can move forward with our real estate investing journey. Now, once we have our goal set and then we understand how to assess where exactly we currently are sitting, that's the time when we can now move to step three and we are able to create an actionable plan to be able to move forward. 
What's really important is that we need to have the answers of what we're working towards and where we're starting from in order to build out what that map looks like, in order to build out what that plan looks like, because otherwise there's no way that we would be able to create the right strategy for you, to understand the right financing for you, to understand the right steps that you specifically need to be taking, because you are different than every other investor out there. You have all of these different factors within your life that nobody else has, right? So that's why it's incredibly important to make sure to come up with a plan that's specifically for you. So once you sit down and go through those first two steps, the last step is to create that action plan. Now you know what you're working towards because you have your goals. Now you understand your current financial situation. So that's going to really provide you clarity on what types of loans and what types of creative financing you might need to go towards. I feel that one of probably the second biggest mistake I see real estate investors make is that we really overcomplicate this. It does not have to be that difficult. Real estate investing is not as hard as we make it seem. We're just out there listening to all these other success stories of people that have done these crazy things, which are awesome and inspiring and encouraging and educational for us to be able to learn what we can then do to kind of put those pieces together for ourselves. But we need to really be able to extract the best pieces of information from what others have done and then apply it to our situation. So once we're able to do that, we can then take that, actions, that action plan and now we're on our way. Now we know exactly what is the process for us to be able to reach our own goals and not be chasing somebody else's tail. So I hope that helps. If you do need help, building this action plan and really assessing your current portfolio and making sure to optimize it to get the best strategy for you, please do make sure to check out the Lady Landlords Roadmap Workshop. You can learn more at lady-landlords.com slash roadmap. Thank you so much for joining me today for this week's episode of the Lady Landlords Podcast. Do make sure to hit subscribe if you are watching us on YouTube or wherever you are listening to us on podcasts so you do not miss the next episode. We release new episodes every single Tuesday, and I will see you then for the next episode of the Lady Landlords Podcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you're feeling stuck in your real estate journey, visit lady-landlords.com slash roadmap to book a one-on-one -on -one workshop with me. I'll help you determine your next best strategy. Or you could subscribe to our newsletter for exclusive tips and offers. Invest with confidence, become a lady landlord today.